Welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Luke 21. Luke 21, 14. In, we, we've been looking at um, the word that this is our month of answers. Glory to God. And um, I'll be speaking briefly. They say when pastors say they will speak briefly, it means it won't be briefly again. It's better they don't say. They intend to. Maybe it's the Spirit of God is telling them not to speak briefly and they are telling him, I will speak briefly. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Alright, we're there. Can we read verse 14 and 15 together? I want to go. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer. Verse 15. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Now, um, for those of you that were not here on Thursday, I took some time to give some background on how this conversation started. You know, so we read um, some three or four verses before that, where Jesus was talking to them. Maybe put up verse um, 11 or thereabouts. And then, okay, he says, And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. So, in pidgin English, katakata. Verse 12. But before all this, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into the prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. So it was not going to be a, pre- a pleasant experience. But he now says, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Yeah. That means that whatever they are going to do to you, it will turn to you for a testimony. Yeah. Did you get that? Lift your hands and say, all the experiences of 2018, of 2018. will turn to me for a testimony. Now, so he said, it shall turn to you for a testimony. But the next verses, 14 and 15, is showing them how it will turn to a testimony. Amen. So he said, now, for it to turn to a testimony, this is what you should do. Verse 14. Settle it in your hearts. Not to meditate before what you shall answer. That means, don't try to think of what, how you will respond to the situation. That there is a response that the Holy Ghost will give you that will quell the situation. Are you getting that? That's why we say it's a month of answers. I say it's a month of answers. Amen. Glory to God. It is because of the answer the Holy Ghost will give to you that it will turn to you for a testimony. You know, I don't know where some people got those ideas from. You know, yes, I know that um, in the practice of Islam, they believe in the will of God. 
But the way they believe in the will of God is contrary to how the scriptures in the Bible believes or conveys the thoughts on the will of God. I heard a story about how um, um, they were building the mocks and then the door of the mocks was bent. And the, they said, sir, the door, they were telling the man, the door of the mocks, uh, the, the mocks is, uh, uh, is bent. So, he said, it's the will of God. It's the will of Allah. Leave it like that. If Allah wanted it to be straight, it would have been straight when they were building it. Now, there are some believers that carry that kind of concept of the will of God. They don't understand the space that God has given man to operate. Amen. That within his sovereignty, there is a space that he has given man to operate. Amen. Are we together? They don't understand that. So, why am I talking about this? I'm saying it because some people think that if God wants something, it will surely happen that way. Last month, you could get the messages. I taught on understanding the will of God. And we talked extensively about the will of God. I believe in some of those areas, we touched on free will, the choice of man. Amen. We talked about the bolema will of God and the telema will of God. Amen. So you begin to understand there are certain things that God... Um, I think in the uh, Nigerian constitution, they say they are in the exclusive list. You know, that's don't touch. You understand that this one's nothing. You know, this is separate. Are we together? So there are certain things that God kept for himself. For example, God didn't ask you where you would like to be born. Amen. He didn't ask you. He didn't try to find out from you, do you want to be um, um, Igbo? Do you want to be Dutch? Do you want to be Japanese? He didn't ask you. He decided when he looked at you, Japanese. When he looked at you, Ikwere. When he looked at you, Ikwere. When he looked at you, Romokrushi. Amen. <laughs> he did it. Why are you laughing? Wait, so, he did, not, he did not ask you, where would you like to be from? Amen. He just sent you there. <laughs> you are the one that knows why you are laughing. I'm preaching. So, he sent you there without asking you. Now, there are some of you, if God had consulted you to say, where would you like to come from? You would just start laughing. <laughs> you would start with where you don't want to come from. <laughs> Amen. Are we together? But God didn't ask you. He didn't ask you or consult with you about the, the parents you'll be born to. We didn't choose our parents. Praise God. We didn't choose our parents. We're just born. But after you were born, glory to God, the rest of your life is defined by the choices you make. Now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't have a will for you. But this other will, which the Bible refers to as the telema will, is based on you agreeing with God. Can two work together except they agree? Amen. You agreeing with God's will. Why am I here? I'm saying that God might want to do something in your life, but it will not happen. Amen. If you don't cooperate with Him. Amen. Some people say, uh, um, you know, I've heard that, you know, some people like to rhyme. You know, they like to rhyme when they're talking. You know, you need to believe, to conceive, to achieve. <laughs> that you won't be deceived. So you have to say, destiny cannot be delayed. It cannot be denied. It can only be delayed. Destiny can be shattered. <laughs> Get it? Destiny can be delayed. Destiny can be destroyed. 
Are you listening to me? Get it. So no, uh, uh, God. No, no, no. If people don't understand how that thing, how, how things happen. You know, one of the things I was teaching the ministers in the prayer meetings we had, I was explaining to them why God gave us the responsibility of prayer. Explaining that the responsibility of prayer is God empowering us to change circumstances. And I said the summary of prayer is that scripture in Matthew 6 verse 10. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that thing in heaven, it might not happen. Amen. So prayer is where you bring to bear what the will of God is on, on, from, from heaven upon the earth. So you bet the will of God in your life. Amen. Are we together? Alright? Now, so when we start talking about answers, there are certain circumstances that if you don't answer, it will kill you. Are you listening to me? There are some problems that you have or you are going through right now. They didn't come to play. Amen? The problems didn't come to play. I'm just having some pains in my... It's a small thing. The pain doesn't think it's a small thing. Are you understanding? The pain itself does not think it's a small thing. It's traveling. It has plans. Are you understanding me? He said, eh, I just noticed that in the last few weeks, I just get tired. I don't even know why I'm just getting tired. You know, uh, well, it's one of those things. It's you that is saying it's one of those things. The, the thing that is disturbing you did not come as one of those things. It has an intention. It is deliberate. Are you understanding what I'm saying? There are troubles you face. There are situations that arise in your life. It could be career-wise. It could be in your family. They didn't come to joke. Are you understanding me? They came to spoil something. Am I communicating? Now, if you don't have the right answers, they will not stop. Amen. When the Bible says that you shall say unto this mountain, that means the mountain is waiting for a statement to be made. Amen. Be thou removed and be thou cast into sea, and it will obey you. Amen. That means that if you didn't say to the mountain, the mountain will remain there. There are many things in our lives that have stayed the same way they are because we've not brought out the right answer. Say amen. So when the scripture we're reading today begins to talk to us in Luke 21 verse 15, where it says, I will give you a mouth and a wisdom, amen, which your adversaries, all your adversaries, not some of them, all, ever say all. All your adversaries, all your adversaries. Every, your adversary is your opposition. If you are APC, your adversary is PDP. Amen. Are you understanding me? Your adversary is your opposition. So he's saying that I will give you a mouth. And who was talking? Jesus. Jesus was the one talking. Alright? That means that that mouth and wisdom is an answer he's giving to you. Amen. Go back to verse 14. Let me just explain this to you. In verse 14, he said, Certainly, therefore, in your heart, not to meditate before what you shall answer. So the, the subject is what you will answer. Are you understanding me? What you will answer. What you will answer. And I want to say to you, you will have what to answer in the name of Jesus Christ. For all the situations that will face you and meet you, you will have what to answer. There is no scripture that says that we will not have challenges. Are we together? Rather, the scripture says that many are the afflictions of the wicked. Many are the afflictions of the one that his life is not straight with God. Many are the afflictions of... The, no, no, no. Many are the afflictions of the one that doesn't go to church. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous. The righteous. The righteous. But the Lord delivers them out. That means that God has a plan to deliver you from all, not some. Say from all. 
Say from all. Not some. Now, how that deliverance comes is that God gives you an answer. He gives you a mouth and a wisdom. Amen. And that's what we're looking at today. He's giving you a mouth and a wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to gainsay nor resist. Amen. Now, I'd like to read the Luke 21, 15 in several translations. All right? I have one or two that you might not have on your um, application there. So, I'll just read them. Um, I want you to understand what the scripture is saying. Okay? Do you have the Living Bible? TLB. The Living Bible. Um, I'm going to read the Living Bible. Um, and then... You don't have that. Put up NIV. Put up NIV. Let me just... No, no, no. 14 and 15. 21, 14 and 15. 14. Put up 14. Is that NIV? Okay. Let me first read the Living Bible. It says, you're not going to see it on the screen, so listen. Therefore, don't be concerned about how to answer the charges against you. Amen? That means charges against you. Don't be concerned about how to answer. Verse 15 here says, For I will give you the right words and such logic that none of your opponents will be able to reply. Amen. 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 Alright? I will give you the right words and such logic that what? That none of your opponents will be able to reply. Hallelujah. And we saw that in the life of Jesus. That after he finished speaking, they couldn't say any other thing again. Amen. The right words and such logic. Um, I want to read another translation. The translation I want to read is Complete Jewish Bible, CJB. They might not have it. Just patient for a moment. Glory to God. It says there, the CJB says, So, make up your minds not to worry. CJB is complete Jewish Bible. Make up your minds not to worry. Rehearsing your defense beforehand. That's, don't rehearse your defense. You know, some people will be thinking that if Jesus wanted to go out today, he say, If I meet a blind man today, what will I do? If I meet a deaf man, that's not how he was operating. Amen. He was not rehearsing his defense beforehand. Amen. It was spirit-inspired answers. Amen. Are we together? Spirit-inspired answers. So I'm reading the complete Jewish Bible now. It says, so make up your minds not to worry, rehearsing your defense beforehand. For I myself will give you an eloquence and a wisdom that no adversary will be able to resist or refute. Amen. One more. Okay, two more. The New Century Version. I'm still reading it. I want you to understand it. New Century Version, NCV. It says there, make up your minds not to worry ahead of time about what you will say. Are you with me? What you will say. I will give you the wisdom to say things 
that none of your enemies will be able to stand against or prove wrong. Amen. Finally, the Amplified Version. You have Amplified, so put up Amplified. Resolve and settle it in your hearts not to meditate. And prepare beforehand how you are to make your defense and how you will answer. For I myself will give you what? A mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all of your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute. The reason why I came to Amplify is I wanted to pick out utterance. Everybody say utterance. Utterance. The New Testament talks a lot about utterance. Utterance is the ability that you've been given to speak. Amen. Alright? That means that when you confront a situation, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance. And truly, you know, that the world that we live in, the world that we live in, there are right words for every situation. Amen. Remember that the Bible says, for we understand that through faith the worlds were framed by the word of God. Amen. Alright? So, this world we live in, words, there are the right words for the right situations. I shared with you on Thursday that when Jesus met those fellows that went to kill the lady that was caught in the act of adultery, those guys didn't come to joke. They were, they were already set to kill the lady. But they just wanted to spice up the killing with Jesus. Are you understanding me? Just add Jesus to it and stone him along. Amen? So, they just threw a question. What do you say about this woman? We caught her in the very act of adultery. Whichever answer he gives will be wrong. Amen? Are we together? But God gave him a mouth and a wisdom. Everybody say a mouth and a wisdom. And then he said, He that is without sin amongst you, that, that was the right thing to say at that moment. But it's not something he thought of. It's a spirit-inspired, amen, answer for that situation. And we saw Jesus meet such situations. If you read the book of Luke, um, the second chapter there about, when Jesus was about 12 years old, I think that should be the third chapter, uh, when Jesus was about 12 years old, when his parents left him in, in Jerusalem and traveled, the Bible says he sat down with doctors, the King James says doctors, but the, the, actually they are learned men. Amen. He sat down with doctors and he was asking them questions and also sharing hard things with them. They couldn't say anything. Amen. Because God had given him a mouth and a wisdom. Amen. Am I communicating? I was sharing also in my own personal life where we've been in situations... That if you didn't speak the right word, there would have been trouble. Amen. And then the Holy Ghost just gives you the right thing to say at that moment. You know, there are some people that is when they talk, they start beating them. <laughs> you understand that? I remember when we were in the university, there was a young man that was trying to rob students. And um, he was caught, you know. He's not a student, someone that lives the neighborhood. And so he was caught. And they were dragging him. You know, you know how mob action, students were just beating and um, pushing him. And so I was trying to calm them down. Oh, calm down, calm down. You know, don't worry. We're just taking to the police station. You know, and all that, and all that. So we're not trying to ask him questions, you know. So I expected him to maybe say something that would appease the students. So he looked around, looked around, <laughs> looked around. 
And what came to his head was that maybe there are fellow called boys there. You know? So if he claims that he's a called boy, they will save him. So he shouted, Aromet! Everybody go angry. Tell pity him again. <laughs> yes, I'm a fool. <laughs> he said, even the people that are called this were even angry. Yes, and they said, I pity him again. That means that he didn't have a mouth and a wisdom. Amen. Am I communicating? Even me, I said, is that the thing you say now? Okay, now I've removed my hand. Are you understanding me? The Bible says that the mouth of a fool calls for strokes. When he talks, they will beat him. When he talks, they will take the one that, was, that they gave him before. Amen. When he talks, they will sack him. When he talks, they will reduce his salary. I remember someone was working for me one time. And uh, I was just uh, thinking about the person. I was just worried about some certain things, you know. I was just worried. I was just, okay. So I prayed. I just encouraged myself, Lord, just endure, just endure. Only for me to get to the office, the person that came and said, I said, I something I want to tell you. I want you to increase my salary. I said, you're someone I want to sack. Are you understanding me? You know, wrong timing, wrong word. Are you understanding me? Glory to God. But when God has given you a mouth and a wisdom, when you will go and talk, it will be the right time to talk. That thing you will say will be the right thing to say. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I shared how I was on my way at night to go and buy bread as a student. I love bread like Jesus. And it was dark. And fellows jumped out from the bush nearby and they were trying to rob me. Now, they were armed. Someone was with a gun. The other one was with a torch. So I couldn't even see their faces because the torch was in my face. And all I heard them shout was, Lie down, lie down. I didn't plan to say that. As I looked at the floor, it was wet, it rained that day. I said, I cannot lie down. And the guy said, what did he say? <laughs> you know, of course he heard me, but he asked the other one, I said, what did he say? And he said, he said, he cannot lie down. Then the one with the touch told the one with the gun, waste him. In that moment... If you, maybe if you're just shouting, hey, maybe just say, hey, Jesus. They say, they call Jesus. <laughs> Are you understanding me? You know, praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, sometimes believers, you know, um, are just religious rather than inspired by faith. You know, I've been in situations where I wanted to even shut some believers up with a slap. You know, <laughs> It was like, man, I'm just remembering a particular situation. The person might be watching, so let me not tell the story. So, at that moment, what came to my heart? I, you know, I didn't know that I was going to have that experience. Are you understanding me? I didn't know. It was not pre-planned. It just happened. Now, what I'm sharing with you, as you live here today, 
all those things that would just happen to you, the Holy Ghost would have prepared your spirit for it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The right words will come out of your spirit. Because he has given you a mouth and a wisdom. Amen. Which all your adversaries will not be able to gainsay or resist. And what came, I, I was not, what came out of my spirit? I just said, oh, you guys are vigilante. The guy said, yes. I said, well done. <laughs> and I started going. Well done. I started going. So then I said, Pigeon English was speaking. He said, why did Allah go? He said, Insane will be vigilante. Which will go to? <laughs> you know, so they say arguing among. I'm hearing the argument. You understand that? I'm walking and I'm hearing the argument. Well, well, they say, ah, so you still have a wound robbing because of that. They say, ah, if he's caught of jail, let's just allow him. Since he doesn't know we're thieves, you know, they were arguing. I walked away. I got there. I didn't even see the bread in the first place. The guy selling the bread had closed. So I, I had to go back that way. Then I started praying in tongues. You understand that? You know, and going back. Now I was ready, you know. I started praying in tongues, going back. The praying in tongues, I was praying in tongues. It was not just for wisdom now. was that the anointing of Samson will have to come on me. You understand that? If we have to do karate to pass that place. Are you understanding me? Whatever is going to happen, maybe I will carry one up. Are you understand that? I don't know what's going to happen, but I was praying in tongues. God will have to show up. When I got there, they were still there. Those guys were, man, they were still there. Of course, you know, it's not like I just saw the, that there was no bread and started coming back. I stood a while and thought about my life. Are you understanding me? Before I started going back. But they were still there. So I was walking closer. They were there. I was alone. And they see me now I'm coming. Then they now ask me, did you see? Because as I was going, I said, I'm going to buy bread. You understand that? Then they said, did you see the bread? I said, no, the guy has closed, you know. I was coming close to them. Now, they had already decided that they are going to rob me this time. You know, if not for anything, at least I'm with the money for the bread. Is that not so? But as I got there to them again, and I said, and I said well done. And I continued. Then they said, ah, ah. He, he said, ah, let's, let's just leave him. No, we're not going to leave him. I'm leaving. I passed again. That does not mean that anywhere you see a robber, you should say you are a vigilante. They will beat you. Amen. Are you understanding me? <laughs> are you understanding me? <laughs> For me, that was the right word. Amen. Are you understanding me? That was the right word. That was the right word. That was the right word. We've been in situations, something I was talking about here, we've been in situations together where they pointed a gun at us. It was with me. I'm trying to count how many times we've had guns pointed at us now. You know, it was me that night. And then the guy took the phone from my hand. What came up from my hand was relax. And I collected my phone back from him. Are you understanding me? I just took the phone. I said, relax. His shoulder went down. I collected the phone back from him. Now, it's not, I was not thinking. It was just what came at that moment. Am I communicating? And those guys were violent because what they did to the ladies... After they moved us from where the car was, showed that men they didn't come to play, but they didn't touch us. Amen. Am I communicating? Now the point I'm making here is that for other situations that you will meet this year, and in, especially in this month, He will give you a mouth and a wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to resist or gainsay. In the name of Jesus Christ.
Glory to God. Are we together? That means that there will be a word that will come. Now, um, Kai, I'm looking at my time. Listen, these things, they work. You know, you, even sometimes, you know, um, something even as regular as a relationship. Do you know there are some brothers, is that the utterance didn't come. That's why the sister said no. Amen. God give you utterance in the name of Jesus. Adam said to Eve, when he first saw her, this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. That was the right word though. You will say to a guest, you will say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Amen. Yes, and that. Because maybe the last person that broke her heart, that's what he said to her. Are you understand what I'm saying? The last person that broke her heart, I caused her heart that made her to be single now, is the thing he said to her. You are the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. Then that's the thing you now said to her to start a relationship. Say, all men are the same. <laughs> Amen. Am I communicating? That means you didn't go with utterance. Amen. Listen to me. You need utterance in life. Glory to God. Sometimes some of you are bidding for jobs, contracts. You know, you are going for an interview. The people, there are right words. Amen. Job said in Job 6.25, how forceful are the right words. There are right words. That when they are spoken, it resonates with the person. He says, this is the man for the job. Amen. This is the guy. This is the person we have been looking for. Glory to God. Are we together? That happens. And that's our experience this month. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will say the right words. You will say the right I heard the testimony of a fellow that was going for an interview. This was years ago. And he's a very funny person. So, as they were waiting for the interview, in the room, all the people waiting for jobs were there. And then a man walked in. And he now started, like, you know, making jest of the man. You know? As we say in Nigeria, he been the man. The man looked bigger than them. That looked, he said, ah, some, I can't remember what he said, but it was something like, if you've not even gotten a job, you are big like this. What will happen? You know. So the man too laughed to them. Only for them to enter the interview hall. It was the man interviewing him. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. As he entered, the man is the man in charge of the interview. You know. But the man has said, I like this guy. He's, he makes the place lively. We need him in our company. And that's how he got the job. Amen. Now, for him, that joke was the right word. There are same people that have gone there to joke. The guy said, you think we came here to play? <laughs> You've not even entered the company. You're already playing. You are fired before you even get the appointment. <laughs> I we together. So when it comes to that, once one word doesn't fit all. Are you understanding me? There's a right word for every circumstance. That's why we pray in tongues. Amen. Alright? When we pray in tongues, listen to me. Look, put up Acts 2.4. Acts 2 verse 4. 
In Acts 2.4, look at what happened to them there. It says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirits, amen, gave them utterance. That means the spirit gives utterance. He gives utterance. I say he gives utterance. The right words will come. So we pray in tongues, we pray in tongues, we pray in tongues. Then we go for the interview. We pray in tongues, we pray in tongues. Then we go for the lunch or the dinner. Are you understanding me? There are some stories you'll be telling somebody, the person will be offended. Are we together? Somebody was somewhere, he was trying to impress the people. So he said, he said saying so many things, they say, this guy is boasting, we don't want him. Another person comes and says the same thing, they like the way he's saying it. Am I communicating? Utterance. Say, I receive utterance. Say, can I receive utterance? There are some of you that need people to support you financially for certain things. You know, even partners, business partners. But the way you even crafted your text is the way, the words words just annoy them. Somebody sent me a message one time. You know, the person wanted me to do something. And as the text came, I was open to it until I read the text. My heart just changed. The person spelled my name in a way that was annoying. You know, they've already sent a letter or something. The name is spelled wrong. Then the person is sending, hello, is this, uh, this thing? I wrote my name like that. I said, how can a name be like this? <laughs> Even if you understand that, is it is it a Russian name? <laughs> the way you see a name and you're not seeing the vowels well arranged, you know that something is wrong. Is that not so? <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. If you see a name, somebody you, it, they sends you a name and say, it's S A V D R O A. You say, ah, it should be, what they're trying to say was Sandra, not Savdra. <laughs> I don't understand. Then you now meet the person and say, it's a pleasure to meet you, Savdra. Have you heard that kind of name before? You would even just ask, is it, sorry, is it, you know, when you see a name that you're not used to, you normally ask, is it this or is it that? You understand that? So, what I'm trying to say is that something as simple as that, you just sent a text. Everything was going fine until your text came. <laughs> Amen. Until your text landed. <laughs> but I say to you by the Spirit of God, as you are living here, the Holy Ghost will stir up utterance from within you and you will speak for that word. Amen. Amen. And it will be the right word in the name of Jesus Christ. That answer you will give, it will open hearts and it will open doors. It will grant you access in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There are certain doors that will never open until the right words are spoken. Until the right words are spoken. I've been to places where they ask me my name and I call the full name. The person say, I just like the way you call the full name. <laughs> you understand I me? Mean? It's not that I do it all the time. 
He said, my name is Pastor T.B. Peters. Just make it easy for me. I said, no, my name is Pastor T.B. Dabo Peters. So I like the way you called the name. <laughs> it was utterance. Amen. Say, I receive utterance. For every circumstance, for every situation, I will meet in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus made a statement. I will end with this. The statement was made in Matthew 21, 16. But the statement was picked from Psalm 8, verse 2. Some children came and were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Then people were angry. Why are they referring that to Jesus? Because of what Hosanna means. You know, like praise to God. Save us. Crying out to the Savior. So Jesus responded in Matthew 21. And he was quoting the scripture. His response was that, have you not seen where it is written? That out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, he has ordained or perfected praise. That's how I put it. He said perfected praise. Jesus said that has perfected praise. But we know that that's not what the scripture said in Psalms. Amen. So, what was he talking about? The Psalms used the word has ordained strength. Strength. But Jesus said is praise. Amen. So, something was happening. And that's not, I won't go deeply into that, but I just want to bring out something here. Now, what he was saying is Psalm 8 verse 2. Sorry, Psalm 8 verse 2. Let's read it together. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Amen. Are we together? It means there are certain times that situations will come. The answer is your praise. Amen. Glory to God. The answer is just to rejoice and give God thanks. Are we together? That's the response that is required for that particular situation. Now I'm speaking prophetically to someone. The answer to that situation is praise. Glory to God. And then, when it says out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, it means that those people are not even knowledgeable of spirituality. But once they start praising, the things that happen for the spiritual giants will happen for them. Amen. That the strength of Zion will show forth when the praises of God go forth. Amen. So say, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings has ordained strength because of thy enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. And I've taught you here before about the enemy and the avenger. Amen. Ever say the enemy. Amen. Say the avenger. Amen. Glory to God. Now, in our own context, it's still Satan. The enemy is Satan. The avenger is Satan. But is Satan manifesting in different ways? Amen. Are we together? Now, as an enemy, he hates you, he opposes you, he doesn't have to have any reason to hate you or oppose you. But as an avenger, he has legal mean reason. He has a justification. Are you an enemy? Alright? Now, if you studied about the, uh, the law of the avenger, I'm not talking about a female, it's in the book of Numbers, the term here of the avenger. You know, um, the idea of the avenger in the Old Testament is that if a man kills somebody, alright? If a man kills somebody, 
maybe your relative, and runs to another town. You are not supposed to, and then goes to ask for, uh, what's the word you call it now? Asylum, so to speak. You cannot go and kill him there. Are you understanding me? But if he comes back to the place and you kill him, you have a right. Are you understanding me? An eye for an eye, as the law will say. Okay. Let me not even go into that. Now, the avenger is someone that has a just cause to do you harm because you did something wrong to him. Are you understanding me? That's the avenger. So, now this whole revelation or understanding came to me um, some years back when I was in, the, in, in America, in Florida, and I was coming back to Nigeria. I had had... Um, Thank you. I had traveled without a Nigerian passport. No, not, not that I traveled without a Nigerian passport. Not in that case. I, the tra- passport I expired. I've actually traveled without a Nigerian passport because I didn't have a Nigerian passport before. So, but this case was that I didn't know the passport had expired. You know, I love Nigeria. <laughs> but I didn't know that the passport expired. Because I don't always look at it. I can't remember sitting down looking at how my name was written inside. So, I didn't know it had expired. And I got to the airport. And I was flying out from Lagos in that particular trip. A lot of things happened which I, I don't need to get into. But when I got to the place and I presented my passport, they asked for the Nigerian one. I brought out that one. The guy put it through the machine and said, oh, it read, that read, whatever I said, is expired. Ah, no. That's when I looked through it. And man, it was very expired. <laughs> so, the man, you know, normal how immigration people behave, they've just surrounded me. You know, you would think I was with drugs. <laughs> so, but God gave me wisdom and the boss let me go. He said, I shouldn't call their name. They were not there. They didn't see me. So, you know, they said, going now is not a problem. If you claim this nationality, you can go to your country. But how will you come back? You know? So I left. I was going to the U.S. I was in the U.S. So I was worried, you know, when I arrived because um, I was thinking in the U.S. I will apply for this thing, you know, but the, I heard the procedure is even worse in the U.S., you know, than Nigeria here, and then I don't live in the U.S., so I was looking online, checking, up until I was coming back. At the point, I even called my folks here in Port Harcourt, spoke to them, I said, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm coming back, you know. Um, I, someone said they would talk to an immigration boss to be at the Port Harcourt uh, um, airport when I'm coming so that he can help and all that. So they, we talked all those th- things. But the night, the final night before I was to leave, the people that hosted me decided to give me a treat. So they put me in a fantastic hotel. In a kind of hotel where you cannot have a bad dream. Are you understanding me? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> you know, so they put me in a hotel, you know, 
fantastic one. It's a type that my wife was not in that trip. It's the type that when I said, I'll take a picture and pull I said to her, I said, see what I'm doing. You understand that kind of thing? You understand that kind of thing? So I was there and then I slept. I slept late. It was just short time. And I had a dream. I'm not one of those people that are just dreaming those kind of dreams. You know, I don't just dream I'm playing ball. You know, I don't dream all those kind of dreams. You know, so, but I had a dream. In the dream, I was returning to Nigeria. I was coming down like a staircase. The moment I got down, two lions attacked me. And I, I've not had those kind of dreams, you know. So as they ran after me, I had to go back into where I was coming out from. So I woke up and the Spirit of God said, that's the enemy and the avenger. So he took me to the scripture. Amen. I began to explain to me what I was going to meet in Nigeria. There were two cases, two situations. One was ministry related. The second one was the immigration stuff. The ministry one is the enemy. Amen. (laughs) then this one is the avenger because there is a just cause. I didn't have the documentation. Amen. So he said, but now the answer to this situation is praise. So in that hotel room, I started praising God. I praised him like a child. I rolled on the floor. I jumped. I sang all the songs. I praised. I was praising and praising until I had a note of victory. Amen. That was it. I did not pray any other prayer. Today, I'm giving some of you that key. Amen. Then I traveled. Got to um, France. This is what happened. They were in the queue. They would check your passport, your boarding pass. Passport and boarding pass. Passport and boarding pass were boarding. Passport and boarding pass. Passport and boarding pass. When they got to me, she said, boarding pass. So I gave her a boarding pass. Because the passport I'm supposed to present is a Nigerian passport. I'm going to Nigeria. Boarding pass. I passed. The next person, passport and boarding pass. Did you hear what I just said? That's how I boarded the plane. We got to Port Harcourt. Although in the flesh, I said, I've reached my place now. Are you understanding me? Anyhow, anyhow. Are you understanding me? <laughs> you know, that's in the flesh. You understand that? Anyhow, anyhow. But God has gone ahead of me anyway. So, as I got to Port Harcourt, you know, at that time, I'm looking around at people that are greeting me. Yes, and if they greet me, I say, how do you know me? You know, so, I didn't know where to queue. Should I follow the Nigerian queue? Should I follow the foreigners queue? You know, I can't follow the Nigerian queue because my Nigerian passport has expired. So, I queued with the foreigners. <laughs> you know, go after, I was like, ah, okay. You understand that? You know, the white guys, then one black guy is with them. You know, then we got there. I presented my other passport. He looked at it, he was checking for a visa inside. Check, check, check. And I said, Don't you have a Nigerian passport? Because there's no visa in this one. I said, I have. You know that kind of thing? I have. But I'm not making any move to bring it out. And I said, Oga, um, you can bring the Nigerian passport. Okay. <laughs> I was very slow. I know where it is, but I'm still doing like this. 
and I gave him the passport. I'm wishing that he wouldn't open it. But he put it through the machine and he beeped that it had expired. So he turned to his colleague and said, ah, this passport, this passport has expired now. So he gave his guy, he said, this passport has not expired. Don't stamp it. The guy said, yes, sir, and stamped it. Bam. <laughs> He said, yes, sir, and stamped it. So he said, I said, don't stamp it. So they said, laugh. Me too, I joined the laughter. <laughs> and I entered his eyes. <laughs> it was laughter like that. Too. Amen. You know what? God has stilled the enemy and the avenger. The stealing means he has silenced him. Amen. He has silenced him. Listen to me. The answer in some of you is in that praise. Amen. And I tell you as you live here today, God will steal the enemy and steal the avenger in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Rise on your feet everywhere. I begin to pray in other tongues for a moment. Lift your voice everywhere. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3500. Six zero. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of peace around.